welcome to Enough. Wow. Episode 9. This is Ryan and... Scott. Hi, <laughs> fans. We're, we're cutless now. You might have noticed. Yeah, no music. It's not working, and people are telling us it, that it's distracting. Yes. So We took some notes from our uh, producers. It is what it is. Mm. I think it's going to be dope. <clears throat> I hope you flip your bike over and knock your two front teeth out, you selfish son of a bitch. So instead, I'm going to be playing some sound effects. Yeah, we got Fre- Fred Norris over here. <laughs> which I think is much less annoying and distracting. Um, yeah, I'm in. What do you got for notes? Let's dive right in. Let's get right into it. We, no, like, um, I don't, this is enough. Episode 9. Ba, ba, ba. We both revisited Gaudi recently. Let's discuss it. How was your rewatch? Mine was terrific. Um, I made it halfway and then had to shut it off. Mm. Smart. Smart move. <laughs> it was really bad. I, uh, I watched it with Cal. He'd never seen it. And he was he was actually like enjoying it in kind of like a real way. While I was trying to be like, don't you see how bad this is? Like, this is the biggest yeah, turkey ever made. One of the worst movies I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and I don't know. I I guess I have a feeling it's going to develop like a cult fa- fandom. Yeah, and we're going to lead the cult. I, that's that's our future. What do you think? I didn't. I don't know. I it's still funny in the beginning, and I still for me it's more f- the idea of it is funnier than the actual, like saying Gotti and like looking yeah. at a Gotti picture of John Travolta as Gotti. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff like that. Like talking about it is and like funnier than picturing Kevin Connolly on the set. And that's all. that's a lot of it. <laughs> that's a lot of it. Yeah, him doing like the director like yeah, vision like framing the set. <laughs> like you know what? Um, he like recreated. Do I have the, the turmoil behind Medellin? I don't even have Gotti notes. I just I watched just, it again okay. and was just I just wanted to let the fans know that. Uh, I'm just trying to. Think I'm not just talking about Gotti. We're, we're watching it over here. What else did I? We're watch? putting in the time. We want to talk about what we shut off this week. Did yeah, you what do you got? Yours down. What do you got shut wise? I I think I have a couple shuts. I shut off one, two, three, four, five, six, <laughs> seven or eight things. Let's, so yeah, yeah. let's rifle them off. Yeah, I yeah. shut off Breaking In, starring Gabrielle Union. I know you finished it. I was going to say, I wish I could say yeah, I I'd like the same. Know, first of all, why? I don't know. Don't I watched know. that. I like woke up one day really early and watched that at like 6 in the morning. It's on morning. HBO. That's how you got it. Yeah. And just to, Even though it's terrible, we can tell people where to watch it. Also, God, yeah. on Amazon Prime and Netflix now. Good call. I don't call. know if you noticed that. No, that's going to lead to me watching it again yeah, for no reason. Yeah, that's how I got it because <laughs> it, it popped up when I was at Trey's house and it just sort of, there that's it good. is, Gotti again. No, that's good though. We gotta give. The, we gotta tell the people where to watch these two. Uh, uh, Breaking In is a movie where it's pretty much the most formulaic... It's a home invasion thriller. Right. It's sort of like Panic Room, if not good. Yeah. No, I, I thought of that when watching Panic Room, because they set it up with like all this tech stuff. Like, There's a drone, and I was like, oh, they'll use the drone in a cool way later, and they totally don't. It just becomes a boring, like, get these guys out of my house. Yeah, I and mean, it, they've done it. Yeah. over and over again like knock knock with keanu reeves like Ooh. the uh who's there um it's my keanu voice <laughs> no i got it <laughs> oh i heard you friend. uh no what's that other one that i'm thinking of with uh the strangers like yeah. just like all those kind of movies where it's like they're trying to get yeah. in where it's like why don't you get out of my house if you could i'm not really that scared of home invasion i feel like they wouldn't be able to get into my home yeah 
and I have, <laughs> I have a bat. <laughs> they just wouldn't be able to get in. Yeah, <laughs> you hear you're hearing that, folks. I have a bat. It's got a bat. No, um, but that movie it has all the like stereotypes. It even has like with the side villains. There's like one who has a heart of gold who's like, I don't know if we should be doing this. Who obviously like tries to save them. And then there's like, oh, I didn't make it that far. Yeah, you get you missed all this good stuff. And there's like the renegade one who's just like wants to kill everyone. The like unhinged sidecar oh, yeah, villain. Hit, they hit all the p- the buttons. Yeah, it, it's all there. All uh, there for your viewing pleasure. What else did I'm you? I'm gonna shot? put a pair of socks on real quick. Okay, dope. The uh, I didn't shut this. I watched the entirety of it. Sorry to bother you. Here, oh come on. Here's my uh, here's my. Quick review of Sorry I to Bother out You. I on that movie. It was really bad. Here's my review of Sorry to Bother You. Why did you like that? Apology accepted. <laughs> He's in. I really didn't like so it. So snarky. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I thought that was fun. But it was. Ah. It starts cool and has some good stuff, but it, it devolves into like nonsense. Who's that actor again? Lakeith Stanfield. He's good. Yeah, I like him in Atlanta. Yeah, he's got chops. Which is why I saw it. I went to a matinee. This movie was just too weird. Walked out. I like a weird movie, but this was just like, ugh. I finished it, though. What else did you shut? Not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> Not even supposed to be here today. Oh. I hit it twice. I heard. I don't even think that's actually him. Yeah, I was It sounded say like it somebody else sound doing right. the sound. We're, get, we're getting, like, bum audio <laughs> clips from third um, parties. Oh, the documentary about the kid from Serial, that, mm. that podcast? I'd shut that off, too. That sounds it was, snoozy. Yeah, it sucked. I'm not in on the Serial stuff. Serial is that podcast that everybody talks about, about, like, some Indian kid. He's probably not Indian. That I'm being racist now, but... I'm not sure. He killed allegedly killed some girl and like now they have this two-part documentary on hbo and it was in my featured you know like on the hbo go app it pops up yeah and i gave it a chance and it was really just disjointed and bore i don't know somebody might disagree with me but i thought it sucked yeah that one didn't appeal to me i don't i'm not in on that whole saga Um, you just made reminded me though i shut off a documentary netflix has a flat earther documentary which you know it's like funny for like 10 minutes watching people just like confidently be like yeah like the earth is flat like and i can't even remember their excuses it's just it's I'm actually a flat earther oh shit so i don't i don't know if you knew that wow this is a reveal you should be in this doc or its sequel but it, it got old i was like what am i gonna watch like two hours of people just being like the earth is flat it's like no it's not you dope what are you doing <laughs> What are, you, what are you thinking? I, another one I shut off was Wetlands or Wetlands with Heather Graham and Christopher McDonald. Have you heard of this movie? No, it sounds boring. Tell me about it. It wasn't great. Christopher McDonald isn't playing his traditional, like, Shooter McGavin dickhead role. I you think eat this, pieces of shit for breakfast? No. No. This was on Stars, too. I, need, I needed both. I know, it's okay. <laughs> uh, it was on Stars, if you're looking to tune in. I have Good the Stars app, and, I, and they have like 1,400 movies. And I'd they do say, have a lot. I'd say 1,000 of them are turkeys. <laughs> and then 200 of them are movies that you, if you haven't seen them, you're an idiot. Yeah. 100 of them are like the worst abominations you've ever seen it's all old stuff right if you like organize them like by release date they'll have like two rows of new stuff and then just like a sea of 90s turkeys um yeah but yeah that was nothing nope christopher i I didn't make it more than a minute and i like heather graham and i say that as like what do you like her in but 
I just like her. And I think it's just because she's pretty. She's fun. Um, the Final Cut, which is a movie oh, wow. Robin Williams made, I think right before he killed himself. That movie barely exists. Yes, it does. No Where he plays like a, a guy who can read people's minds with some machine after they're dead. It's like mm. a futuristic dud. <laughs> One of those. Yeah, that uh, that was a blockbuster movie. I remember that coming out, and so I, I think be, I, I think oh, maybe I it's not it. as new as I thought it was. Oh no, it's like fifteen years old. Okay, maybe like twelve. I feel like he didn't. He aged like the same. Like he he looked oh. like he was sixty in, in Jumanji, and then it just stuck. Oh, I look great. Speaking tie in here, the I also shut off the live action Aladdin trailer with Will <laughs> Smith. I didn't even finish the trailer. <laughs> when when you're shutting a trailer, you're yeah, it looked like a piece of crap. It looks terrible. I hope this is the first like big Disney bomb. Get some sidecars fluttering yeah, about. Sh- I'll shut the window. In. But yeah, I mean, I don't even know what to say about it. I'm like embarrassed for Will Smith when I see the trailer. I'm like, oh no, there's more. This movie's like, it's not a fever dream. It's real. It's actually happening. Um, Aladdin, I I think was one of my favorite Disney movies as a oh, it's kid. it's great. I even like the sequel, uh, the straight to video sequel, The Return of Jafar. Smart some good, man. Some good stuff in there. Who does the voice of Jafar? <laughs> Is it Tim Curry? I don't know. I don't think so. Although maybe. What the fuck am I hearing? Side stuff. Some brumbling. It's alright. We'll power through. I'm not really sure. The, uh, I don't think the, the chick they got to play Jasmine in this is dope enough. I think they should have gone doper. That's my hot take. Um, and, and who I just, is the chick? I, some nobody. Some just, like, sidecar. The, um, are you a John Oliver guy? Have you been watching that program? Uh, yeah, I, I didn't watch the most recent one, but I'm a John Oliver guy. Yeah, I didn't watch I, that. I'd say reluctantly. Hmm. I like it because he, for me, it's like a 10-minute show. Like I, I usually skip the top story, which is the bulk of the show. You know, cause you it's skip all, it when you wait for all the punchlines? Like well, like no, the, I just watch the first part, and then he's like, you know, and then he goes into, like, tonight's top story, and it's like, Brexit. And it's like, I don't even... Yeah, you hate politics. How do yeah. you even make it through any of that? I, I like some of it. He's got some good bits he sprinkles in, and he's fun. But his deep dives are too much. Like, I don't want to hear that much about American politics. And he's going into, like, Brexit. The top story is always, like, a snooze. But, I mean, that, that first ten minutes, I'll vouch for. That I like. Um, I don't watch any of the other, uh, like, I don't, comedy I, news shows. I don't really love any of it. They're exhausting. It's just a... a I'm tr- watching it to watch something when I'm running out of stuff. Mm. Is usually my stance there. And then, oh, another one I shut off, just to dive back in here, is called Who Are We Now? with Jimmy Smits and Jason Biggs. <laughs> oh, my God. And it's... What ne- a cast. Neither of them are, like, the title, or, I'm sorry, the leads, but it's about some ex-con trying to regain custody of her son. Wow. Like, she just got out of jail and, like, needs, like... I don't know. It was, it was like, all over the place and confusing, mm. and I just fucking hated it, and I had to shut it. And I'm like... I don't like Jason Biggs, but I do like Jimmy Smits, and I was like, ah. I can't believe this didn't go to theaters with that all-star cast. 
Biggs and Smits. I thought it would be funny. Right, right up on the poster. Or like at least like some good. Did you watch Copland homework wise? You didn't, did you? I didn't. I forgot Fucking about that. snake. Okay, I'll do it for next show. Should I leave the Copland chatter for next week then? So we can uh, discuss it? Yeah. Okay. That sounds fun. Um, What else you got? I, I noticed, you probably know this, but I this was news to me. The uh, Farrelly Brothers, they're like a directing duo, famously. Everybody knows Peter that. Peter and... Um, Peter and Bobby. Bobby. I met Bobby, and I'm forgetting his name. That's not nice. Peter is the one who just won... Academy like, Award for Green Book. Yeah, which yep. is the first movie he directed by himself without Bobby. So I thought... Did you know he... Peter is the only one who gets directing credit for Dumb and Dumber. I wonder like why Bob, that Bobby is. Bobby like didn't direct that movie. What, does he get a writing credit and that's it? I think so. Yeah, I'm sure the producing both. credit or whatever. But it's like, I mean, get Bobby out of here. Like, Peter, he did Dumb and Dumber, like, which is like a top ten all-time comedy, and then does like a zillion movies with his brother that are okay, and then he makes Green Book wins Best Picture. Mm. He's got, Since he, I met Bobby, I'm in his corner. I can't get behind that statement. Okay. I think he's got good luck without Bobby. He should just go rogue entirely. Mm. What if... Which I'm sure They're New do. England guys. I feel like they must have their pulse on the Enough podcast. Yeah. They're so they've, they're definitely listening to this right now. So we gotta be careful what we say. Sorry, Bobo, but you should go climb a tree. Um, You're done. What else do I have here? Uh, there's a new season of Arrested Development. Which I, I saw that you said you were watching that. Is, what the fuck? It's not as exciting as it used to be. That I'm a little I won't tired of Arrested Development, even the good ones. Yeah, I um, seasons one through three are like the best thing ever to me, and. Uh, then they came back a few years ago with season four, and it was like weird and bad. And now they're in season five, and it's a little better, but it's still nowhere close to how good it used to be. And uh, like they, they try, they, they bring Mrs. Featherbottom back. That's kind of fun, <laughs> which is fun, but it's also like oh, they're just like rehashing. I don't know. There's certain bits. Shows should never come back. It's never like oh, it's like better than ever. It's like yeah, it's it's, it's okay, I guess. Like, it's fine. I didn't get a lot of sleep last night, John. I'm fried. <laughs> soft mattress? Yeah, soft it could mattress? have been. It could have been the soft mattress, or it could have been the midnight rape, or the nude gay art show that took place in my room. One of those probably added to the lack of sleep. Try one of these scones. You're going to love them. I'm a little too traumatized to have a scone. I didn't get a lot of sleep. Wow. And I'm, I'm hitting them twice as I try to pause them. Mm. This soundboard stinks. Yeah. Some boards um, are so shoddy online. I tried to find some good ones. We'll They're like all make... just like virus traps. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like such kudges. Um, I would, continuing on my obsession with serial killers, I watched oh. Gacy. Gacy! A biopic about John Wayne Gacy on also on Stars. I could have figured that. Was it good? I loved it. Mm. I can't get enough John Wayne <laughs> yeah. Gacy. You're just on the edge of your seat, like, God, he's cool. He's awesome, man. I listened to that 18-hour audiobook and he's I'd listen aw- He's I'd, awesome? I'd listen to an Oh, I'm sorry. It was on Amazon, not Stars. I'd listen to another one. Mm. Basically, the John Wayne Gacy movie, it smushes a lot of his story into an hour and a half and it's like it gets into the gritty details about like his little like weird contracting business where he was like hiring young guys to work for him and like mm-hmm. Being that, that was his scheme. How yeah, to get he'd like in. touch their butts and like oh, butt touch. Do like all sorts of weird shit and then like try to seduce them. And he was a fat, gross pig, so no one was in. And they weren't like gay. He would ha- it would be straight guys. Mm. 
And he would often like not pay them, and he was just overall a jerk. And like a jerk, but he had like all these weird delusions, like he was connected in the mafia, and that he was mm. like a po- part. He was he like had one politician who was like in his corner for whatever reason. And it's funny how like people were like he would have like a garden party on the Fourth of July every year, oh. and like people Lovely. and people would come. There'd be like fifty people there mm. or whatever, and they show this, and it's like how did none of these people? have any idea that this man had literally 30 bodies buried in, in the crawl space in his basement. That's always the funniest thing. All these stories, they interview all the sidecars, and everyone's just like, I had no idea. I, I mean, no one had any idea. Right, it's everybody's in the dark. Yeah, everyone's just in their own world. I feel like I'd know right away if you had a basement full of guys. Kid. Just dead. I mean, we'll save it for another show. It could be a reveal. You never know. Yeah, can you confess that on a podcast and get away with it? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the funny, another funny part is the guy Joseph Sakura from Power, also on Stars. I'm f- Stars fanboying today. Yeah. Un- embarrassingly enough, he plays a male prostitute, oh. which is funny because he's such a tough guy on Power, and he acts like he's a white guy who acts like he's black, and he's like sells cro- coke, and he's like all jacked. Does he have the chops to pull off both of these very different Actually, roles? Actually, he does. And like I looked him up a while back and realized that he went to like I don't I might have been Juilliard to be oh. perfectly honest. Like he's like a classically trained actor and he's like been through the He's an actor who does work. A chameleon, as they say. Yeah, he went to Yeah, he went to Columbia in Chicago and he got a bachelor's in theater. Which is like mm. kind of impressive for a guy who's on power, yeah. I thought. I did the same, no big deal. And yeah, he was in a lot of other random, like under the radar kind of flicks. You're, you're a stars boy. Um, I unfortunately am, yeah. <laughs> the uh, I saw that they're making a sequel to Four Brothers. Oh, you mentioned that. Yeah, that's such a shame. I saw that in the theater. It was a true turkey. And it's just like, you know, that movie came out like at least 10 years ago. Like, is there anyone on Earth who's like, Four Brothers 2? Yeah. Like, kick ass. Here we go, who's baby. Who's that, the guy who gets no work who's in that? Then I'm not forgetting his name. You know who um, I'm talking about. Garrett Hedlund. Yeah, he gets some sidecar work. I would he, say he Garrett, Garrett Headland is pulling for this movie. Yeah. that's it. Yeah. No one outside of the creatives involved Please. in making it. Please want anything. Make to do it. This. And would they have to call it Five Brothers? Because you can't do Four Brothers too. You can't have two numbers in the title. That would be insane. Shit, my grandma used to say, "What's better, fucking play with nothing on it?" No way, I fucked up. What's a good play with nothing on it? Uh, I just. I don't think we need any more Mark Wahlberg movies. I think you're right. I was None. actually thinking the other day, I like to joke about Wahlbergers. He gets an inordinate amount of work. I think I'm finally done joking about Wahlbergers. I, I'm evolved now. I'm over it. I checked out on that bit a couple weeks ago. Ooh, I didn't did want to dump that on you, but it's not wow. as funny anymore. He's sneaking ahead of me. I still laugh at like <laughs> desire to be better or whatever his fucking slogan how you doing? is. Uh, hey, how, how it's been? No, but I saw a big billboard the other day and was just like, you know what? I think I'm done with this. They can go ahead and close all the Wahlburgers restaurants now. I'm done with it. I've eaten Wahlburgers at least three times. It fucking sucks. I only the burgers, have... the fries, yeah. everything. It's bad. And Mark Wahlberg uh, blinded an Asian man in the 90s, and everybody pretends that that didn't happen. And he started, yeah. he tried to have that removed from his yeah, criminal record people because don't talk he's about Mark that Wahlberg. Enough. And it's like, dude, you crippled the guy. Like, yeah. He has no sight. 
and now you're just like out in Hollywood with your weird muscles, like selling water with sodium in it, yeah. like to try to and burgers, yeah, burgers, and, and like, I'm and I'm making two new movies with Peter Berg. Oh, you know, his you brother, know his brother Paul is a nice guy. I've eat, I, we, my family eats at his restaurant on Manova and hang him all the time. I'll give him a little plug. They're cool. Wow. He's cool. That and I'm, I'm fine with Donnie. He used to fuck Jenny McCarthy. I think he still does. Like I'm, I'm okay with those two. Yeah, I think they're married. Whatever. But, but Mark, like, what do you, I haven't really. Yeah. The only movies that he's ever done that I really enjoyed were The Basketball Diaries, and that's a flick. I guess Pain and Gain because like I, I like the working out. And Boogie like, Nights. Oh, okay, good point. Boogie Nights is fucking you're, awesome. You're definitely I'm a huge Boogie, Boogie Nights guy. Yeah. But that's because Paul Thomas Anderson. Like, Paul Thomas Anderson could put me in a movie, and it would yeah. be great. And, and it's almost funny. Mark Wahlberg came out, like, a, a year or so ago and, was, like, denounced Boogie Nights. Was like, I wish I didn't do that. Or, like, I, I regret that because he's very religious and... Oh, come on. It's really? like, dude, that's legitimately your only great movie. Or good movie. Well, no, he's got some stuff, but you know what I mean. It's like, how could you say that about yeah, Boogie Nights? I, I yeah, ugh. <laughs> could you? Yeah, I'm done with Mark Wahlberg. It's over. You're done. You've been canceled. Alec Baldwin's out too. While we're doing Departed actors. What do you mean? I oh, fuck, let's be good. honest. Like his new trailer for Drunk Parents looks terrible. Glad to hear that. I, the Departed, I that. as far as I'm concerned, isn't a movie. It's just a bunch of punchlines that aren't supposed to be punchlines and a fake Boston accent done over and over again. And it's two hours and 31 minutes long and it makes you want to put your head through a plate glass window. And it's a masterpiece, yes. And I don't know, like... He, yeah, Baldwin, he, did, he doesn't have a lot. He, like, snuck into being, like, considered classy. Like, he was, like, a joke for a long, long time. Like, he was cool in the 80s and 90s. He was, like, an action star. And then he, like, ate shit for a while. And then 30 like, Rock. Yeah, 30 Rock. I like, think is what did it. Then, then, like, because all the liberals, oh, yeah. yeah. And he does, he pops up in, like, a Scorsese movie, like The Departed, or he's in The Aviator for a bit. Is he? But I he, forget. Yeah, in, like, a slight role. But, yeah, he, he's not in many good movies, like, at all. I can't even think of one. Are you queuing up Baldwin over there? Oh, you want me to get us all this? Oh, yeah, I, I, I thought I thought you were. I uh, can. I got it. He's in. It's bigger on the screen anyway. Good. But yeah, like, let's go through his movies real quick and just decide what people need to watch. Cause and I feel like we should break this down for somebody every week. Like I honestly, like, is, we can do this in ten seconds. This is our Baldwin segment. Next week, Stephen. Glad to hear that. After that, uh, the other ones that I can't remember. I'm, should I say the turkeys too? A few good men's a good movie. Oh, that's a TV movie. What? Baldwin's in that. They're doing a few good men for TV. Sounds about right. Oh God, sounds shitty. It's a live action. Ew. And Aaron Sorkin wrote the original, and he's writing this. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, They're probably just using the same script. That sounds like Garbaggio. He's been on SNL way too many times. Yeah, his Trump really soured me on the, him. He just, it's just him making a face. Yeah. It's like, um, I thought that was going to be like a placeholder, but it's been like years at this point. He's still just like I doing would say it. Boss Baby is his best. Boss Baby! Uh, he was all right in Blue Jasmine, but that could have been anybody. That could have been, yeah. uh, you know... Um, Stephen Collins from Seventh Heaven. Or... Could have and should have. He needs the work. Um, no controversies surrounding him. No, but He's... jokes aside, it could have been like Gene Hackman or 
James Caan or fucking anybody. And I mean, anybody would say yes to a Woody Allen movie, so. Not whatever. anymore. Dice was the whole movie. Now anyway. I can't get anyone. And I guess Louie. Uh, Rise of the Guardians, I guess. No. Is that a real movie? I don't even know what that is. I, thought, I was thinking of Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't even know what Rise of the Guardians is. Okay. This is like some weird animated dud. Turkey. I spoke out of turn there. It's complicated, I guess, was okay. Never saw it. It's sort of one of those, like... Yeah, it's like a... That's a movie for, like, grown-ups. To be like, ooh, look at, look at the fun that I should be having. Like, Meryl. Meryl's still having fun. Like, I'm, not, I'm looking at all of his movies. I'm not liking any of them. Yeah, this shit. He was on Las Vegas for a couple episodes. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. That's probably the best and thing Nip he ever Tuck. did. And Nip Oh, Nip Tuck. That was a big angst show. He was funny in The Long Came Polly for like five seconds. I'll give him that. And I mean, you are grasping at straws over there to give him credit I'm, for something. <laughs> a I'm, Long Came Polly? I'm trying really hard here. I know. Like, we need to give up on both. Oh, He's cancelled. It's done. He's he, over. He was in two bits. <laughs> oh, two bits. <laughs> Is that us? That's us. Yeah, um, we're going to remake two bits. You and he's me. He's good in Beetlejuice. Huh? And oh, yeah. Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. I forgot he was in that. And that's it. That's the end. That's oh, yeah. Baldwin's Baldwin. done. And he, it's like he brought his dullard brothers with him to get famous. Yes. Th- thank you for that, Alec. Like, thanks, guys. Stephen is a blessing. And now, like, Stephen Baldwin's daughter, is that the one? Or is Billy Baldwin's daughter married to Justin Bieber? Haley Baldwin. I'm not, I'm not really sure awkward. which one. She's super hot. Yeah. So, like, she exists. Just uh, Hey, so let's be real. <laughs> As a small business owner, is there anything you're less excited to do than oh. deal with health insurance? Wow. It's expensive, complicated, and involves way more paper than anything should. It's complicated, just like the uh, movie we were just talking about. Exactly. Wow, Benefix dead. makes shopping for your group benefits a breeze. Instantly see all of your health insurance options, compare prices, and enroll with a single click. You can even manage any changes that happen throughout this the year. All in a modern mobile app experience. And best of all, it's completely free. Wow. When it comes to health insurance, you don't have to live in the past. Come take a peek at the future of health insurance shopping at shop.benefix.us. That's shop.benefix.us. Check it out, folks. Um, I wrote down some notes about the Brody Stevens special, but like as Jack pointed out yesterday, I'm like I'm obsessing over him. I always do this with people who commit suicide. I obsess mm. over them like for months. No doubt. And I'm doing it again with Brody. He's doing it. I've, like, he was a funny him dude. Dozens of times, and like I watched The Hangover the other day. Kid. And what about Part Two and Three? I They're didn't even get better. those in. <laughs> but yeah, I, I I don't know. I just it's a bummer that his special was so fucking funny and like it's just like I, just the most selfish thing that you can do just to stop that with the fucking suicides yeah don't do that fans yeah if you're listening try not to kill yourself <laughs> I like the idea of someone on like the the edge of a cliff about to do it listening to this podcast and then they're like you know what like they're gonna jump yeah and then, and then they right. heard they heard that and they changed their ways we're saving lives over here wow 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 the um, I actually I started watching this show on Netflix called Love, Death, and Robots. It's uh, tell it in, me about it. it I in, have no idea. It intrigued me by the creatives involved. It's created by David Fincher and Tim Miller, who's the guy who did the first Deadpool. He's new, doing the new Terminator movie. 
Stop it. And like every episode's a different thing. It's like an anthology thing. I only watched there's like eighteen, but uh eighteen episodes or whatever. And they're all really short, which I like. They're all like ten to twenty minutes. And Tim Miller, huh? Yeah. Of the four that I watched, like two of them are great and the other two are kinda of whatever. But it's kind of a cool what's show. It, what's it about? Yeah. It's like futuristic animation, like action sci-fi type stuff interesting i hate sci-fi am i yeah. gonna hate you know if i'll hate it or not it's not space though i know you really hate space i hate space this is sci-fi but it hasn't gotten into outer space yet. fuck space <laughs> and fuck neil degrasse tyson wow and fuck all of nasa wow on the subject the whole deal yep and wow. first man was a turkey even though i never saw it <laughs> i was gonna say did you see that was it even, is it even out? I'm being... It, it's out. I actually want to see that. Damien Chazelle wise. Um, but yeah, space can be a bit much. Does nothing yeah, Enough with me. the Star Wars. I'm with you on the Star Wars stuff. Go see a Star War. <laughs> Here's $10. Go see a Star War. Ooh, good catch. And they rehired uh, James Gunn to make Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Speaking of space stuff. I don't hate those movies because I think like the little, I like the voices. Those are the best Marvel movies by miles. Can we talk about uh, Chris Pratt and yeah. how like he's marrying Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter and he divorced Stop Andy it. Ferris and he just, something about him just pisses me off. How he's like that like gettable he's, handsome guy and women love him. I bet he's a dickhead. He just seems he, like a douche. He seems I, dickish. I, I don't think it's fair for me to call him a douche having never met him or seen him or and like he has like one speed. I mean, I'm getting tired of seeing him as the lead and stuff. I don't know how much longer this can go on. Like he has like one bit right. like the cocky like what happened joke to him telling being a fat cool dope. action. Yeah. Well, I mean that's forever ago. We're we're in this reality now where he's like where Chris Pratt is a a leading man yeah, somehow. Like he's a cool guy. But yeah, I'm. It's weird how long he's been going on like this. I just how is he like some top build action star all of a sudden after being the fat dope it's like he like lost 20 pounds and everybody takes him seriously well, and like all maybe i hate him because that happened in my life too and like i like took <laughs> i got in <laughs> shape and like now i sort of take myself seriously but i don't think i do and where's where's your action franchise i'm still a fucking joke like, no but so is he it's all money he just they put him in guardians of the galaxy that made it a ton of money and then they put him in jurassic world and that made like an outrageous amount of wasn't money. that the most successful yeah it was like a domestic crazy. of all time or something it was like in the top 10 it wasn't okay. one but it was like up there and they didn't think it was going to be anywhere near that big so you know those two movies came out and they're like i guess this guy is a, <laughs> a right. leading man now like i guess this is it yeah like what, basically and what i get it do? follow the money like it's a business yeah if, it's if everybody was in it for like making you know like the diving bell and the butterfly like for us to you know watch at the loring hall over the fucking bucket of popcorn lovely film i the industry wouldn't exist yeah and there'd be billions of dollars off left like just gone so yeah. i understand that there's like a driving force behind it and they're gonna make star wars movies until we're dead mm. and that's just the way it goes disney's swallowing the world whole it's a, it's a fucking giant yeah so i just to me it still pisses me off though the fact that like he's not that likable and i think it's anna Faris seems so cool too the mm. fact that he would like and i'm not like mr <laughs> monogamy either but like the fact that he would divorce her and like marry and like latch himself on like and maybe i'm jealous because i'm not married to arnold's daughter and because like i'm a huge arnold guy mm. your team anna Faris. you don't like i think uh, i am yeah. and i've never really liked chris pratt and like anna Faris is funny in everything 
Like she's good mm. in waiting. She's good in observe and report, which I think is an underrated movie. Ooh, that is a good movie. I just I don't know. I think she's she's cute and like cool, and I just get a kick out of her. And I might send her a tweet and just say, hey, "Listen, <laughs> I know I, you're out there." I have a good mind to send her a tweet. I don't even think I have a Twitter account anymore. To a be nice honest, romantic tweet. I don't know enough about fucking Chris Pratt. Do yeah. we want to talk about Triple Frontier, or do you not care enough? Oh no, I liked it. I just. What'd you like about it? Wow, classic. The uh, you turned it off, which I is did, classic. Yeah. I forgot to list it in my shots. The um, it takes a little while to get going. Like it has a cool action scene at the beginning, and then like takes some time to uh, refine its footing. One might say, but uh, I like that director, J.C. Shandor. What else has he film. done? He did a Most Violent Year. And All Is Lost, which are two like weird indie movies that barely exist. Mm. You're giving me a puzzled face. You don't seem familiar I, with these. I gotta look up. I think I saw Most Violent Year. It was with Oscar Isaac and Jessica Chastain. It was kind of like a boring mob movie. I liked it. I don't even think though. I made it through that either. J.C. Shandor. Yeah, his movies have a good look to them. They look like uh, like oh margin. It kind of looks like Sicario. I can't vouch for Margin Call. I never saw that. But uh, this movie, Triple Frontier, it's like a... You Netflix. Know, yeah, it's on Netflix. They're promoting the shit out of it, by it's, the way. It's like a dad movie. It's a movie that, like, oh. everyone's... Da- yeah, your dad will love it. It's like a, right. a bunch of mercenaries... Dad, you're listening. Watch Triple Frontier. Check it out. You'll be in. It's like a bunch of mercenaries who, like, have to get together for one last job. It's one of those I'll movies. give it another chance. I, it gets great. Like, I was like... I put it on being like, oh, this Netflix movie, like, how bad is this going to be? And I, I really liked it. Like the the second half, like the last hour, is just like intense action all the way through. And uh, we got Affleck in there, a bunch of other sidecars. Friggin' you know Oscar what it is Isaac. though. I think the part that frustrates me is it's sort of like Netflix answer to the modern couple movie, where like it's a tough guy action movie, but there's enough handsome guys in the cast that you yeah. can trick your girlfriend into watching it with you. So like they're going for those clicks. I didn't think of that, but that it just, it's like a right. bait and switch kind of thing where it's like, the, yeah, like, yeah. But, but like Everything. Oscar Isaac's going to get shot in the fucking balls. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Every movie they make seems like it went through like an algorithm where they like just typed a bunch of stuff into a computer and then we're like, this is the movie that yeah, we're Yeah. Like the manatees on South Park. Yeah, exactly. Where they're just moving the balls around. Yeah. Which just is like a reference. Pe- people like these, like various different things. Let's just smush them all into a movie and see what happens. Yeah, like guys that look like that would never be doing that job. Yeah, it doesn't even make sense. But this one was actually good. I'm speaking about Netflix movies in general. This one actually. Oscar Isaac's also gets an ungodly amount of work he in does. like cool movies with cool directors, yeah. and he's sort it's, of a fucking shit dick. It's like enough. Well, I actually think he's good, but it does get to the point. I like, it's like enough. Enough of you. You can't be in every cool movie. Like this is too much. He was cool in Ex Machina, which I loved and hadn't really seen. I waited love, a super long time to see it. Love that movie. Yeah, it was great a, movie. It's a really cool concept. Yes. And I liked him in uh, Inside Lewin Davis, yes. too. That's a great movie. So, like, that you get no to work one... with the Coen brothers, too, you fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess he is good. Because no, yeah, I'm saying all these movies I liked him in, but I'm just like, how does he get so much fucking work with all these cool guys? He's getting all the work. And Charlie Hunnam is one of the muggiest actors in Hollywood. He's terrible. I actually have it. I wrote it down. When I'm when you're looking at him on screen, like I thought this when I was watching. He always looks like he's thinking, like I'm acting right now. Like this is me acting. There's like he's doing a speech in the beginning of yeah. Triple Frontier, and that's what lost me. 
where it's like Actually, they open yeah. with Hunnam, and I'm like, I'm, I can't do this. He is like a bad actor. He's horrible, and he was alright on Sons of Anarchy, where he was being carried because like Ron Perlman's pretty solid. Yeah, and like he was there was a lot of other guys, and it was an interesting concept. Yeah. I didn't love Sons of Anarchy, but as far as like FX, you know, it's not even formulaic because they've never had anything else like it. But like yeah. a TV drama, like a you know, in the vein of Sopranos, where it's like an mm. ensemble cast of tough guys, and yeah. a lot of people get killed, and you're mm. you're you're hanging in there for fucking twelve seasons or whatever. It's to me, I just it's easy to ride coattails. Like a mm. lot of the the actors, like good example like from the sopranos like have you ever see, have you seen any of them in anything decent since no like uh michael imperioli is like one of the his tv performance as christopher in the sopranos is like the greatest thing i've ever seen every movie he's done since any part yeah. big or small has been a joke yeah yeah it's tough to go from yeah when you play a character for like a decade it's tough to even like do anything else you could say like typecasting or whatever but yeah. like it to me it's just like you are good at that one role and that's yeah. it and that just is the way it is with some people like yeah. maybe if james james gandolfini had hadn't died mm. he'd be pumping out mediocre although he did that because i said so with julie louis dreyfus is that what that's oh, yeah. called that was actually a charming little i movie. saw that with my mom i like that we movie. liked it a lot it was made me sad i think that came out after he died right I think yeah, yeah, I, think, yeah. Th- I think that's his last work. But yeah, Charlie Hunnam, he's he's one of those actors. I think people are just like, "Oh, you're just so handsome. I, I guess you're just a leading man." Yeah, he's, like, you know, he's like 6 feet and he's yeah. just jacked and like has like a perfect face yeah. and like He has no chops. He's always just like, "Hey, I'm 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 the action guy. I, I'm the guy in this movie." My guess is he has 14 projects in development too. Like, I'm going to look oh, him I'm up sh- right now. I'm like, sh- there's sure. no way he's not and he's like turkey proof. He's been on a bunch of turkeys, but they keep putting him in stuff. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about at some point, that guy ta- uh, Taylor Kitsch. Taylor Kitsch has been blackballed. Yeah, he, he literally got him. like yeah. He's like the same kind of dude as him. But he Taylor Kitsch was in Battleship and the, the Disney movie that really bombed. John Carter. There it is. And those were two like John Carter was I think the biggest bomb of all time yeah. in terms of how over budgeted it was. Yeah. Like it was like what was it like five hundred million dollars? Yeah, <laughs> they made like ten. Yeah, that was a big one. Battleship bombed, but it was like just whatever. That one was like that like cost Disney money, <laughs> which Disney's like this doesn't happen. What have you done? It's right. all your fault. If you're fucking up in a Disney movie, like yeah, something's no. up. But some people they don't give unlimited chances. Like he's not in anything anymore. Charlie Hunnam's getting all kinds of work. Like he did. Yeah. They the another thing they remade Papillon. Oh, Papillon, which is a <laughs> classic movie that I watched with my dad over the summer, and like Dustin Hoffman and uh, why am I drawing a blank? Is it Steve McQueen? Oh, kid, help me out. It might here. be that sounds right. I've never seen Papillon. I feel like I'm on. The, yeah, it's Dustin Hoffman, and Steve McQueen, and they're a great duo, and it's an awesome flick. It's like three hours long, like classic like Sunday afternoon dad flick. Mm. And it was it's awesome, and like they remade it with stupid Charlie Hunnam, and like I'm not even gonna try to watch. Oh it. yeah, it's him and uh, the Mr. Robot guy, Academy Award winner Rami Malek. Is it really? I'm pretty sure it is that new one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking. If it is, I'm gonna. Watch I remember it, it yeah. is. Yeah, I'm gonna watch it now. Fuck. Stupid we'll have Rami a review Malek next with week his, with his monkey face. Oh my god, did you see that video online of him like? He comes off like such a lunatic. It's a video. It's a video of him falling down the stairs at the Oscars. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I still want to see that. And never did. No, but it's him talking to the camera, just like plainly going through a list of things he likes. 
It's him going like, I like uh, poetry. I like my mom. Did you see this? It sounds like we need to. Yeah, cue it up. You, you're not going to believe it. It's like, why did you do this? You're not what? even going to believe it. <laughs> what were you thinking doing this? Are you like, oh, I won an Academy Award, now I have to like be even weirder? Mary Malik lists favorite things. There it is. This is easy to find. I'm like, a fan of Freddie yeah. Mercury and Queen. I'm a fan of my mom. <laughs> She's got my back. The fuck? Because I'm a fan of chamomile tea. He's, he's wearing a purple suit I'm and a, a purple shirt. Letters. I'm a fan of classic movies. Oh, that's nice, Rami. I'm a fan of looking sharp, Are regardless you? of the occasion. Oh, that's fun. I'm a fan of random encounters. Oh. I'm a fan of traveling by train. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't say. <laughs> I'm a fan of equal opportunities for all. Wow, he's woke. I'm a fan of mischief. Ugh. That's when I, like, turned it off. I'm a fan of being exactly who I want to be. I'm going to post a video clip of that on Instagram just because it was... Like, I didn't get the whole thing, but... I mean, yeah. Oh, my God. Wait, was that all of it? I think there's more. I only had a 48-second clip. All right, not, not that we need it. I mean, we don't need it. People yeah. get the gist if, if there is more. And it's just like, what is... That shouldn't exist. But uh, probably his best acting work to date... Oh, that was awful. Yeah. I got like a, like a pit of my stomach uncomfortable feeling. Mm. You, got, um, you got the uh-oh feeling. I did. Like <laughs> as if I would just been molested. <laughs> um, can we just dive right into the From Dust Till Dawn TV show? Wow. I don't... I mean... No if we, segue whatsoever. If we must. Uh, Don Johnson gets such odd work. He does. Like the stuff that he picks, like he's just I'm like, like, yeah, I'm going to... I'll take that. Right yeah, yeah. Um, which is, I don't know. You said you watched the first two episodes. What did you think? Hold up, hold up. I'm Scott's getting there. some water. While we're doing that, I'll play, we'll do a little commercial break with John Travolta. Gorgeously empowering song, Let It Go, from the Oscar-winning animated movie Frozen. Please welcome the wickedly talented huh. one and only Adele Dazi. Thanks, huh. John. Uh, yeah, what'd you think of it? I the From Dust Till Dawn TV show. I remember. Why did I even put this on? I put it on just to like see how bad it was, probably. Cause like, are you a Robert Rodriguez guy? I don't even know that. I mean, I, I'm, I'm a I fan recall of some seeing of Grindhouse in the theater with you. Only at the Shut House. <laughs> no, but uh, he's got some <laughs> good stuff. I like Sin City. I like some of his old movies. Sin City Two was. Such a turkey. His most recent movie, Alita Battle Angel, was awful. Oh, I didn't know he did that. He did. He's an animated guy now. Well, it's live action. CGI. Is it really? Okay, yeah. my fault. Uh, like it's, a rotoscoping? Well, no. You know, it's like live action, but Mixed in. most of the characters are robots, like so they're all CGI. Yeah, like Avatar. James Cameron produced This it. is my Avatar. <laughs> that Brody Stevens. Uh this is my Titanic. He just starts listing off all these like really big. I don't know, it's funny. Mm. Brody Stevens specials on Amazon, by the way. I forgot to say that. Um, yeah, that guy DJ Catrona on From Dust Till Dawn. Had you seen him in anything else? I hadn't. No, but, but he's yeah, doing but, a good Clooney impression. His yeah. cadence is like perfect. The, the like you are you're fucked. Yeah, the show's better than it should be. Probably like it was very. I didn't watch all of it. I watched like three episodes, then forgot it existed. Wilmer Valderrama needed this. 
I think that he was part of me turning it off. Like he, he, he joined the the scene as like an icy villain, and I was like, I'm not. I can't watch this. What is this? I find it unfathomable how well the entire cast of that 70s show i suppose danny masterson aside has hmm. withstood the test of time in know, terms right? of relevancy in hollywood wow I, I just went through them all in my head and it is kind of Topher grace is like hit and miss which we watched that stupid Topher grace movie after we last that, week's yeah. show what was that called like delirium delirium yeah where he's like a crazy person who like one of the house arrest and he falls in love with like a pizza girl and yeah one of the most generic like thrillers i've ever seen it was like it, it was like nothing. It What's like, that movie with Shia LaBeouf? Disturbia. Disturbia meets like the haunting of Hill House meets. That's a pretty good meets. Um, Norbit. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I can't believe we watched. Let's that. think about that though. The entire cast, like uh, Paula Poundstone or whatever the fuck her <laughs> name is, oh. help me out. The redhead. Yeah, no, she was on Orange, Orange is the New is Black. The new black. Yeah, she's got like, gigs. The the arguably what like the second lead like oh yeah um, big role. What's Laura Preppen? Mm, that's um, a good pull. I wouldn't have got that. David Hyde Pierce. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I'm, I'm fucking like, yeah. up on all their names, and you're agreeing with me. Mm. Danny Masterson had yes. that whole like. Actually, he's the one who's not doing dope. Well, he, didn't he rape a girl? Yeah, I think he got me too. Unlean. He got I, me too. He's, he's not a cool. shit dick. Yeah. Let's uh, go ahead and say anybody listening, we're going to blacklist Danny Masterson and all of mm. his turkeys. He's and, out. And Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher are, are enjoying... Ashton Kutcher's a billionaire. They're now. enjoying wedded bliss. I think they have two children and a bunch of turkeys. Ashton Kutcher investing in all those tech companies. Oh, yeah, he's got a bunch of dough. He's like a dough guy. He has... Which is upsetting. $200 million. Oh. He's one of the richest actors in the world. And that's according to some dumb website. But like, even if it's half of that, I'm impressed. Even if it's a quarter of that, I'm impressed. Yeah. Based on like him as just like. Most of that is like. I don't hate Ashton Kutcher. I'm I'm not the first. Like when he married Demi Moore, I thought it was interesting. Like yeah, I like I like his off the beaten path turkeys. Like I don't hate the butterfly effect. That's a reveal. Wow. I enjoyed Split. That movie Split. where he's like a man whore out in California. Oh, like, living that. Off Spread. spread. I actually, actually kind of like that movie, too. Fucking M. Night Shyamalan movie. Yeah, I was going to say. No, um, but, yeah, he's he's okay. He's another guy. He's just, like, handsome. And people are like, yeah, put him in movies, I guess. Like, he can't act. But to circle I, back to um, From Dust Till Dawn, if I may, or you got an Ashton no, Kutcher bit? Yeah, I just got a Go quick ahead. one. Where Ashton Kutcher did a movie with Russell Crowe. I can't remember the movie, but Russell Crowe, like... Like, talked him down in front of, like, the whole crew and cast, evidently, and, like, said, like, you don't know how to act. And, like, did a whole thing, and I always thought that was fun. That's so rude. Yeah. Is, that, but is it's there a clip fair. of that somewhere? I don't think so. It's just one of those stories. It's like a story that needs to be on film and isn't. But yeah, the, that 70s show cast is just they're thriving. Killing. Even, like, they're still relevant. Like, Topher mm. Grace did Mark Maron's podcast, like, a couple months ago, and, like, he has projects. Yeah. I always thought he has dough. I thought it'd be fun, especially now. It would work even better now. They could reboot that '70s show as that '90s show, which would make sense. Like how much time has passed, wise, and it would be like a fun new angle. I'm selling you. You're sold. I think. Does this look like I'm sold? <laughs> he's he's not sold. I'd watch it. I don't know. It's like stupid, but that that could and be what, a show. And what the shows now? It's them twenty years later. Yeah. That '90s show. They're all, hmm. you know, Gen Xers, like with a family. Yeah. And 
we'll shoehorn in a bunch of like '90s bits. That'll be the Double joke now. They'll all be uh, wearing neon and doing '90s stuff that I can't think of. What's '90s stuff? Uh, like playing with a gigapet and dev- devil sticks and yeah. done. Voting That's for George Bush. There we go. There's the first episode. <laughs> the first episode of that '90s show is ready to um, go. You mentioned the El Rey Network. <laughs> El Rey. That's why I wanted to circle back to Robert Rodriguez, the Turkey Master, yeah, good. director of Spy Kids. This channel has folded. This channel doesn't exist anymore. And then it's it's wild when you get a show canceled, but when you get an entire channel canceled, you know you're really cooking. Chopped. <laughs> Chopped. Um, but yeah, yeah. They, they were a network. They had like that. They had the From Dust Till Dawn show and like a bunch of like. Which I'm sp- gonna finish. They Is had, it like, done? By the way, Spanish are they not making wrestling. more? Yeah, I think that's done. I think they had two. Well, or they three have no seasons. home for it now. I don't think Netflix. Netflix yeah. just reposted the first two seasons. They're not picking it up, right, for yeah. future episodes. Whenever shows switch networks, it's it's over. Like yeah. when remember I was a big Southland guy. Wow, oh, I do yeah. now. What was it? A CBS show, and then it was too gritty, so they sent it over to TNT. I don't remember that, but which is you like, would know. are they all under the like the same umbrella? Umbrella. I think the T's are different one. TNT and TBS are different ones. I think. I'm, I'm not, not I'm sure. Not, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They're all the same. They, they all have the same content. There's like they three guys just... who own all of the entertainment industry, and nobody realizes this. It's like yes. it's like Michael Eisner, or his equivalent at Disney, and then yeah. who's the new guy at Disney? I can't remember his name either. I don't want to look it up. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah. But the Di- Joe Disney, Pantoliano. Like, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, there's like three Doe Islands. Once Disney's about to merge with Fox, they'll be the only game in town. It'll be like them, Netflix, and one other one who. Just, you know, churn out these turkeys through their algorithms and everything will be awful. Or maybe it'll be dope. Who knows? We're going to find out. The, uh, what else? I saw Captain Marvel. Just want to really quickly give a review of that one. And, folks, before you start thinking that I didn't like this movie because it stars a female superhero, let me, uh... Just get that notion right out of your head. And I'm so woke, it's a joke, frankly. And this movie was terrible. I was very bored and I almost walked out. And I like these Marvel movies, for the most part. What do you think about a female lead in a movie like this? I think it's great. <clears throat> I mean, it's. I'd rather look at, like, a babe than Paul Rudd or something. Or, like, you know, the guys who... I watched who both they... the Ant-Man movies and, like, they're not hate... I don't hate them. No, that's the... And Wonder Woman was boring, too, but, like, a lot of these movies are boring. Like, the second Ant-Man was boring. You know, it's, it's not a, a female thing, but this one was just... Didn't have the stuff. Even though Brie Larson is quite attractive. That Yeah, I like watchable. whatever she's doing lately, too, with the new haircut and the whole deal. Yeah, she's fun. But, yeah, awful movie, and everyone's, like, pretending like it was dope. And uh, the fans need Scotty to let them know what's really going on. Not a good movie. They shoehorned um, it in. I don't. Yeah, I'm not gonna give like a whole thing. No one. We're wants, going way over, by the way. No one I wants just to, realized like we're at an hour almost. Let's just keep roaring. Um, if you we, want, are we losing them or should we save for next week? For next time. I got. Uh, let's do one more. I got one more thing. One uh, more. I want to talk about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Anyway. Hmm. I saw that. Like game shows are coming back. Have you seen like? 
Bob Saget has a game show. And I'm glad he's getting work. I'm a big Saget guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you know. about that. But Rob Lowe also has a new game show. He called, needed work, too. Yeah. <laughs> called Mental Samurai, where like people ask like Rob Lowe-specific questions. It's like a Rob Lowe game show. And it's like, why is this happening? Who's going to watch this? There's Rob. I'm sorry, there are questions specifically about him? Yeah, or maybe that was just the commercial, but yeah, it seemed like a game show where everything was Isn't a question about Isn't he like that guy him. that everybody hates, kind of like a Pauly Shore type, where like, they have that reputation of like the like goofing on him? Maybe. I'm not sure. I mean, how low can he go? Nailed it. And um, what else do we have here? Billions is back. Still hate Billions. Yeah, Billions which is Which didn't exist. Oh, yeah. My fun line, uh, ironically enough, Billions is worthless. Do you want me to bring <laughs> that to That made me laugh the other day, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I wish did, we I, worked it in more organically. I know. I, I didn't give it the fun delivery it, it deserves. But the fans liked it anyways. And, uh, yeah, should we call it? This yeah. Seems, this seems like an episode. Yeah, we're at like over an hour, I think, so. People, I forget who complained about it being too long. Mm. That stressed me out, whoever said that. <laughs> um, only give us praise. Don't give us any yeah, more critiques. Any critiques like, gives us, give us anxiety, and we hate ourselves enough as it is. Yes. Um, more than enough. I think that's it. Yeah, we're good. Yeah. Anything else that we have, we can do next week. All right, folks, that's enough. That's see, enough. See Episode what I did there? Nine, I do. <laughs> I actually like that, yeah. That's fun. Enough. Uh, I would play the outro, but we have no music today. Yeah, we're cutless. Yeah, whatever. Goodbye. Bye, fans.